Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, I remember the days when Montana was not in the national news. I mean, half the state could be on fire, and the national news would be like, yeah, uh, nothing's going on in Montana. We're just going to talk about a Los Angeles for the next 12 hours. And uh, now here we got Montana was in the news all last week because of the China spy balloon that was hovering overhead. And now I'm getting I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to get these uh, national news alerts uh, about how a Montana senator, uh, Montana Senator Steve Daines, suspended from Twitter. Uh, he has been suspended from Twitter uh, for what? For a hunting photo. And this is a great photo. In fact, I, I got to take some time here. I got to whip something together for our Montana Talks website here, so I can share it with our with, with our listeners and our friends here, so that you can see it real easy. Although, if you go to twitter.com at Aaron Flint, you'll see it there as well. It's a beautiful photo of Senator Danes and his lovely wife Cindy, and a beautiful antelope that Cindy uh, shot. I don't. I'm not sure when this hunting photo was from. They go. They go hunting a lot. Looks like it's probably near uh, near Ingemar. We'll have to confirm that with the, with the senator's team. But but because his profile picture was a picture of him and his wife and an antelope in front of him, it's not even a gory photo or nothing. Very classy uh, classy photo. And he got suspended from Twitter over it. The National Republican Senatorial. Uh, committee put out uh, a press release about one hour ago highlighting this crazy story, uh, adding this uh, from NRSC uh, spokesman Philip uh, Letzow. This is insane. Twitter should immediately reverse this suspension. I think Donald Trump Jr. is even is even having some fun with this story, too. They're just talking about how absurd it is. What did Donald Trump Jr. just say? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, here we go. Scooter1961 shared this with me. Twitter has ridiculously suspended Senator Steve Daines because his profile picture is of him and his wife hunting. What a disgrace from Donald Trump Jr. And I just saw the DailyCaller.com uh, sent out a, uh, a, news, a news update on this story as well here. What yeah, what a what a world we are living in in this day and age. You know, Twitter suspends a Montana senator because of a hunting photo of him and his wife in an antelope. I, again, I just want to remind you, this is the same company that just a few years ago suspended the president of the United States from Twitter, but still kept the Taliban on Twitter. Uh, so how, how many other terror groups were still allowed to be on Twitter? How, how many other enemies of America were still able to spout off on Twitter? But if you're a, a good uh, red-blooded American that likes to go antelope hunting, they'll suspend you from Twitter. Uh, so obviously Elon Musk still has a lot of work here. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, these big companies, these supposedly American companies, did you know uh, Disney, Disney Company, Cut an episode of The Simpsons from their Disney. Apparently, you can watch this, The Simpsons on Disney Plus, and they cut an episode of The Simpsons that that referenced forced labor camps in China. So Disney candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com/free. That's ZipRecruiter.com/free. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks 
with Aaron Flint. All right, let's see. Where do we start? We got uh, John Jackson coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, so you know we're going to cover a whole bunch of different topics then. Uh, we always take your phone calls when John Jackson is in studio with us as well. But here in this uh, 7 o'clock hour, we've got the phone lines open. If you've got something you want to talk about, you want to jump in on the conversation, give us a ring, 406 294 0970, or you can also uh, send us a quick message on our Montana Talks app as well. Uh, first, when it comes to the uh, China spy balloon, a spy balloon update, new details are emerging about the China spy balloon that the U.S. shot down over the weekend. Now, if we can believe any of the details that are coming out of, out of the Biden White House, of course. Uh, by the way, look up at the moon right now. Wow. Now you can tell that's the moon. If you, I'm, I'm telling you, can you guys see how beautiful the moon, the moon looks right now? It, it is like lit up. I mean, you can see the different features on it. That looks awesome. Okay, see there you go. When, when you're on the top floor of one of the tallest buildings in Montana, this is, this is just what, uh, what will catch your eye. That is incredible right now. Uh, if the China spy balloon was overhead, it could get some good good photos of of, uh, of the uh, the Billings skyline with the uh, the beautiful moon this morning. Hello, moon, or what is it? What's that? What's that uh, story time book with the kids again? It's been a long time since my kids were that little. <laughs> so many great memes about the spy balloon. And uh, good night, moon. Good night, China spy balloon was one of the memes. Okay, see, now I'm distracted. Not for Pete's sake. So if you go to our Montana Talks website, we have got like 30 different memes that were shared on social media. Glenn Woods down in Wyoming put together a compilation for us, and there's there's some great ones. I, I think my favorite spy balloon meme was the Eric Swalwell uh, love letter from Fang Fang uh, that was uh, that was uh, written on the side of the spy balloon. But anyway, uh, let's get back to it here. What is the latest? If we can trust the information that's coming out of the Biden White House, here you go. Senators on Capitol Hill are preparing for Thursday's briefing on the Chinese spy flight and its next steps with respect to China. And President Biden claiming his administration is ready to deal with the fallout. We've made it clear to China what we're going to do. They understand our position. We're not going to back off. We did the right thing. We're now learning from U.S. military officials that the spy flight had the potential for explosives to detonate and self-destruct. Senior government sources telling us that they will analyze the remains of the flight at an FBI process lab in Quantico, Virginia. The airship, which flew over several military bases in the United States, weighed nearly 2,000 pounds and was 200 feet tall. All right, and also thanks to uh, to Glenn Woods down in Wyoming, another story that we've got on our Montana Talks website is the pilot audio of uh, the moment when the China spy balloon was shot down over the off the coast of Carolina. Here's kind of the key portion uh, when when you can tell they, they took the shot and confirmed that the balloon had been hit. Frank one. Frank two. Montrez, Frank one. Frank two, I'm stopping in front of you. Frank one, black one. That is a T-kill. The balloon is completely... 
All right, there you go. Anyway, yeah, the shooter is Frank 1, an F-22 based out of Langley Air Force Base, and they are coordinating with Huntress, which is apparently the call sign uh, for the Eastern Air Defense Sector uh, Control. And then you hear Frank 2 mentioned there as well. And if you missed it yesterday on the show, we went into the history why the uh, the two F-22s, their call signs were were Frank 1 and Frank 2 goes all the way back to 2nd Lieutenant Frank Luke, uh, who was uh, killed in action September 29th, 1918. Uh, that's a part of He was accredited with shooting down 14 German observation uh, balloons back then. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, MontanaTalks.com uh, uh, is the story. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, phone number for you, 406-294-0970. Tim in Billings uh, here to give us his thoughts on the balloon fallout. Tim, what's going on? Good morning, Aaron. Um, so I've seen reports that uh, General Mattis is, had claimed that there was balloons under the Trump administration while he was uh, while he was a member of the cabinet, but he didn't want to tell President Trump because he was too provocative. And now they're saying, no, 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 that didn't happen. When are these people going to realize this has zero to do with Trump? Anytime they try to attach anything to Trump, all it's going to do is make them look worse. If they didn't report that to the president, that's, that is, you know, highly, highly questionable, if not treasonous, to report to the president that we have a... a adversarial aircraft in our airspace and uh you know or just dereliction of duty at best or if none of this did happen they're just flat out lying to the american people now just trying to you know pin anything that of this that has to do with these balloons to trump and it's just they're they're just idiots yeah, I think it's blatantly obvious that that they that somebody, some anonymous source inside the Biden administration, blatantly lied, and it, and it goes back to the point that I made that that they're too busy trying to win Twitter wars than they are in yep. trying to to win actual wars they, because they knew that they were getting embarrassed all all week they were getting embarrassed and so they they lied in advance of the Sunday morning talk shows and claimed oh there were three of these balloons when Trump was president and he didn't shoot them down. It was a straight-up lie. Everybody yeah. knows it, and yet they still think, try to hide behind it, don't they? You think if President Trump had the opportunity to make himself and our military look better on the world stage, he wouldn't have done it and started around like a peacock? Tom. ThompsonPools.com. Remember, if it isn't a Thompson Pool, it ain't worth a dip. Thompson Pools. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. At the close of the 2023 acreage contracting year, the growers of the Montana Dakota Beet Growers Association showed there was no longer adequate interest in growing sugar beets to sustain operations at Sydney Sugars Incorporated. Association members and all employees of the Beet Sugar Factory were informed yesterday that plant closure procedures will begin on April 14, 2023. Sydney, Montana farmer Don Steinbeiser Jr. tells us that there was just no profit in growing the sugar beet crop for Sydney Sugars. 
Back in the, in the early 2000s, Imperial Holly factory in Sydney was bought by American Crystal. We've been raising beef for them. And, but every year, uh, two or three years they come, we have to negotiate a new contract. Mm-hmm. We've been taking cuts in what the farmers have been getting paid to the point now where you can make just as much money raising other crops without having the headache and all the expenses of raising sugar beets. We wanted to keep raising beets because we liked the factory. We've been doing it for over 90 years as a family, and it was important to us. But over the last five years, we've kind of just come to the conclusion that it, if they took another another cut on the contract, we were going to be gone. They did. We quit. Now they can't get enough acres to, to, run, the, to run the factory. While processing of the 22 crop was completed in December, cleanup work will continue in the factory until April. I'm Lane Nordmund. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, great report there from Lane Nordland. And by the way, on our Montana Talks website, we, we also broke that news yesterday afternoon. Uh, Sydney Sugars closing in eastern Montana. And I also link back to the full report at the Western Egg Network so you can read uh, the full letter uh, that the company pushed out. Uh, the, the full letter from Sydney Sugars announcing uh, the closure of the Sugar Beet Factory. Uh, again, all the details, uh, MontanaTalks.com right now. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, going back to, to the, the very point that Tim and Billings was just making about here, here you have, and, and we and we now know that it was. It, many of us suspected it right out the gates. You know, here's the Biden administration getting outright em, em, embarrassed because. You know, we can see the balloon overhead. We can tell that it's not just some untethered weather balloon because there's a whole bunch of solar panels and a bunch of other crazy stuff underneath it. And and the thing was so big that even though it was, what, 50,000, 60,000 feet above us, people with cameras were able to, to, get, to get shots of this China spy balloon overhead. And yet they continued to let this thing hover all across America over our nuclear missile silos here in Montana over the bomber bases uh, to the east of us, I, you name it. And and it was an outright embarrassment for this administration. So then they had somebody trot out a lie, and they knew that the media would run with the lie that they always trot out. They have some guy, some unnamed official say, well, we actually had three of these balloons from China when Donald Trump was president, and Donald Trump didn't shoot them down. And again, they were more interested in winning Twitter wars. They wanted to be able to fight back on Twitter to any of you out there who said, why aren't they shooting this thing down? Why is this administration so weak? And they wanted to win a Twitter war with you instead of actual wars with America's adversaries. So so they, they trotted out this lie so they could respond to you on Twitter and say, well, Donald Trump didn't shoot down China spy balloons either. And it was a bold-faced lie. And yet some of these Democrats on Capitol Hill are still trying to hide behind this. In fact, it's so pathetic that MSNBC even, you know, very, very politely even called out this Democrat member of Congress who was trying to make this claim that somehow Donald Trump didn't shoot down China spy balloons either. You say that we know that it happened during the Trump administration. Officials from the Trump administration say that they don't know about this. Um, Where are you getting that information? Is it just from the Pentagon saying it or have you seen the evidence? No, it's from the Pentagon uh, reports. Uh, You know, basically, it's um, puzzling to me that uh, Trump administration officials might disagree with the Pentagon with regard to this particular situation. But nevertheless, uh, the main point is the Chinese Communist Party is sending these high altitude balloons 
Um, and it doesn't matter which party's in the White House. We have to unify now because, um, you know, a divided American people is exactly what our adversaries want. Oh, give me a break. That was shameless on multiple fronts. I, I definitely want to get John Jackson's take on that back and forth in particular when he joins us in the 8 o'clock hour. That was pathetic and shameless on multiple fronts here. They are the ones who've been dividing this country for the past how many years? They divided this country with their with their COVID mandates and, and their COVID lockdowns and this uh, radical transgender agenda that they're trying to push right now. They're the ones that continue to divide us. They're the ones that have continued to give the communist Chinese a pass. First off, he says, well, I... I got this from reports from the Pentagon. No, it's not It's not reports from the Pentagon. It's reports from one source, likely some political hack that works for the Biden administration, who trotted out this false claim, who trotted out this lie. And you're using and you're using that to continue your false claims. First off, even after it's already been debunked. Second off, oh, now we just need to unite. Now we just need to unite. You remember when Hillary Clinton, when she was quoted while Donald Trump was president? Well, well, you know, after the Democrats win the White House, that's when civility can we can have civility again once the Democrats win the White House. This is what they always do. They divide the country. They spend more time attacking Americans than they do going after America's adversaries. And then if you complaining about it, oh, it's time to unite. Don't don't criticize this this weak administration. Don't criticize this feckless response. Don't criticize any. It's time to unite. We, the American people, are united and we see the train wreck that that is going on in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, What a, a pathetic lecture from a, you know, what really has has become a clown show of a Democrat party. And the balloon is only symbolic of the clown show that is the Democrat party uh, today. All right. uh, Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, I want to get to this. He definitely uh, is uh, bursting some bubbles before the uh, State of the Union address tonight. Here's a quick sample and we'll play more after the Fox News update. Look, it's going to be a fantasy address. The border is really not open. We really don't have a problem of fentanyl killing our children. Everybody's really economically happy. Uh, Afghanistan was a great success. I think they called it the largest airlift in history. Uh, The fact is that we were very clever and allowed the Chinese balloon to go all the way across the country, finishing its mission before we shot it down. Yeah, a fantasy State of the Union address. That's the preview uh, from uh, former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich. More to follow in 60 seconds after this Fox News update. News. I'm Chris Foster. A balloon shot down over the Atlantic after flying over the U.S. belongs to China, not the United States, says China's foreign ministry. It's being recovered in pieces and analyzed for intelligence. Senior government sources telling us that they will analyze the remains of the flight at an FBI processing lab in Quantico, Virginia. The airship, which flew over several military bases in the United States, weighed nearly 2,000 pounds and was 200 feet tall. Fox's Brooks Singen. Another oil giant reports record profits. BP's profits more than doubled last year to 27 billion. It's benefiting from a sharp rise in global energy prices linked to the war in Ukraine. That's meant financial pain for many homes and businesses and calls for the likes of BP to pay more tax. The British firm says it's helping provide the energy the world needs. Fox's Jonathan Savage, Shell, ExxonMobil and Chevron have also reported all-time high annual profits. America's listening to Fox News. 
Uh, yeah, real quick reaction to that Fox News update there. Uh, are the Chinese actually daring to complain that we're now trying to exploit uh, the remnants of their spy balloon that flew all over America? I want to remind you, uh, public available reporting, there were news reports, New York Times, Fox News, I forget who it was at the time. But do you remember after our, uh, after our uh, Navy SEALs took out Osama bin Laden, of course, uh, Rob O'Neill, Butte, Montana, he's the one who took out the kill shot. Do you remember there during that uh, during that operation, there was one of the helicopters had a hard landing and they had to blow up the helicopter in place in Pakistan. And then they all had to leave on the other on the other chopper. Do you, you guys remember this from the story? So do, so so they, they do this night raid into Pakistan to take out Osama bin Laden. One of the helicopters ended up having a hard landing and they had to blow it in place the next morning. Who do you think was on the ground trying to exploit the remnants of that American helicopter after our Navy SEALs took out Osama bin Laden, the terror mastermind Osama bin Laden? Who, who was on the ground? Do you remember? Yeah, you're right. It was the communist Chinese. The Chinese had operatives on the ground based on public news reports after the raid that took out Osama bin Laden. The next morning, Chinese operatives were on the ground trying to exploit that helicopter and and uh, the radar busting technology that it had uh, apparently on board so that they could sneak into Pakistan to take out Osama bin Laden. So so I, I'm sorry, but if any one of these politicians gets weak kneed and tries to tries to bow down to the communist Chinese because because they're complaining that we're, uh, you know, attempting to exploit the remnants of their spy balloon. Uh, oh, brother. All right. Uh, Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, uh, with more of his preview of the uh, of Joe Biden's State of the Union address tonight. What, what's he going to say? Well, presidents have to come into the State of the Union. They have to be positive. They have to tout their accomplishments. And then they have to call for an even better future. He'll do that. The biggest question in my mind, because he and Speaker McCarthy have actually had a decent conversation recently, does he come in and pick a fight with Republicans, or does he come in and reach out an olive branch and say, we ought to be able to work together? And I think that's a very big decision for mm. Biden. Is he going to be the Democratic leader uh, running for re-election, or is he going to be the President of the United States trying to work with the new Republican House? And I think that probably is the most important single point of the speech tomorrow night. If he does the latter, it will be very much like when you were Speaker of the House. We'll see if he does it. You mentioned the balloon. What? And even even though the president apparently gave the authorization to the military to shoot down the balloon days before they actually did it, he wanted to allow it to transit the entire country before they took the shot, which you see on the right-hand side of the screen, which led Senator Tom Cotton to say this to our Shannon Bream yesterday. Listen here. What began as a spy balloon has become a trial balloon, testing President Biden's strength and resolve. So, uh All right, and a response from former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, right after this. Phone lines are open, 294-09. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. 
Yeah, my money's on Ingemar. Uh, my money is on Ingemar, uh, home of the Jersey Lily. I'll bet you that's where this antelope photo is from. I might be mistaken, though, but I, I know that's where uh, Senator Steve Steve Daines uh, has uh, liked to, to go hunting in the past. And I'm not giving away secrets. He's told us this on the radio before. So, uh, yeah, Senator Steve Daines getting uh, getting more attention in the national press today. You know, he, he along with several other uh, elected officials from Montana was all over Fox News over the weekend and into Monday. Uh, I think he was on Fox and Friends yesterday morning over the China spy balloon that was uh, hovering over Montana. Now it's all about uh, a a great uh, photo of, of him and his wife after I believe Cindy Danes uh, shot a really nice antelope. And so they've got this photo of him and his wife. It's their uh, profile photo on Twitter. And uh, they've now, he's now been suspended from Twitter because of this uh, beautiful photo of him and his wife uh, after they went antelope hunting. But uh, my money uh, is going to be on Ingemar, that that's where he actually shot, or she shot this antelope at. All right, uh, back into the news of the day tonight. Uh, Joe Biden is going to try to have all sorts of celebratory balloons up for his State of the Union address. He's going to try to tell the American people how great everything is uh, right now, uh, especially in the wake of, you know, the communist Chinese just absolutely embarrassing this administration by floating this spy balloon all across America. Here's more of the reaction uh, or a preview, shall we say, from former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. His strength and resolve is tested, just as we saw, as you mentioned it, during the Afghanistan pullout, the buildup to the invasion of Ukraine. Now we've allowed China to float a, a spy balloon across the country. Maybe Dan Davis is right that it didn't have tremendous value to the Chinese, but it sure had propaganda value. Well, not just that. I mean, I mean first of all, these balloons are extraordinarily dangerous because you could put an electric mag magnetic pulse weapon on them, uh, float them across, explode them where you want to. I mean, we have no idea what the Chinese are doing, and it was a huge risk to allow it. But, but there's an internal question here. When the military learned about it, apparently there's a three or four day period where they don't tell the president. When the president learns about it, he says, shoot it down. And the American military says, you know, you're not really the commander in chief. You're kind of a suggester in chief, and we're not going to do it. And so if you believe the White House, the president on Wednesday ordered it to be shot down and the American military just ignored him. Uh, that's pretty extraordinary if true. Uh, furthermore, the idea that they couldn't find a way to bring it down safely over the United States. Uh, there was a very funny thing in Babylon B where they said, first, first the balloon accomplished its mission, then I had it shot down. Uh, that sort of captured where we are. Uh, why would you let a Chinese balloon go all the way across the country, including over many of our most important military bases, and only then, after it's all done, yeah. bring it down, and then bring it down in such a way that now they're having to go out and try to find it in the ocean. I mean, we had plenty of capacity to, to scoop that balloon out of the air. We used to do it all the time with satellite photographs back yeah. before you had electronic transmission. We'd have planes that would go out and actually capture the, cap the capsule that had the, the, uh, the satellite the spy material. The fact that we couldn't in four or five days organize an ability to capture the balloon in the air, bring it to the ground safely, and then know exactly what the material is, 
Uh, I, this is just one more example of a bloated Pentagon bureaucracy that's more worried about being being uh, uh, dealing with social issues mm. than it is about de defending the United States. It's, from Afghanistan on, we have seen failure after failure, and the Pentagon needs a deep, thorough shakeup. It also sort of refocuses what Obama's um, Defense Secretary Robert Gates said about uh, then-Senator Biden uh, when he was running for office a couple of years ago in his book. He said, quote, he's been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. Even Leon Panetta said that thing should have been taken out before it ever got into U.S. airspace. Look, I think there's a permanent taint on this administration. The Penn-Biden Center is part of a university which got $67 million from the Chinese communists. Uh, the current Secretary of State was getting a million dollars a year from the Penn-Biden Center. Uh, the fact is we have, don't have any idea how much the Biden Center, I mean, the Biden Center in Delaware gets because they don't release any money. So here you have a guy whose son has been implicated with business dealings in China. The center he created uh, at the University of Pennsylvania indirectly is associated with literally over $67 million in Chinese money. Is a Secretary of State who is taking a million dollars from that center annually. And gosh, they can't get anything done right. Well, maybe it's just incompetence, or maybe they really don't want to offend their Chinese friends. That's exactly right. In the, the $54 million that was funneled in to the University of Pennsylvania, home to the Penn-Biden Center, to me is a clear example of this. Joe Biden then cancels, I, I don't know if New Gingrich, I know he was highlighting all the money that was flowing in uh, to the Biden Center, for example. But the other thing is, you remember, we, we had an ongoing task force that was focused on investigating Chinese espionage on American soil. When Joe Biden became president, he ended that task force. He ended that counterintelligence investigation. And the one question a lot of people were asking yesterday in our, our 9 o'clock hour of the show is they're saying, okay, the, the spy balloon is getting all this attention. What are they distracting us from? What, what else uh, is going on out there? And, and that, that's a good question. It's a question always worth asking whenever there's a major news story. But... But I don't think that this spy balloon was a distraction. I think, I think this this story blew up so big, uh, and all it does is reinforce all of the other stories. Uh, frankly, so if you, if you think the spy balloon was just a distraction, no, I think it's. I think all it, all it did was was blow up uh, the true scandal of this administration, the shady business deals between the Biden family and the communist Chinese. The fact that, that, that Joe Biden, I mean, think about this. Joe Biden has weakened our own military, kicked thousands of troops to the curb. The recruitment, they can't meet their recruitment goals, and those are low goals at best, and they're not meeting their recruitment goals. They, they have, have weakened our defense. They have weakened our military. They have opened up uh, our borders in the sky. They haven't opened up our borders on the ground. They're causing actual harm to Americans on the ground. And yet they claim, well, this balloon wasn't really harming anybody. Well, your wide open southern border is. So why don't you shoot that down? Let's shoot down his wide open border policies. But it's just it's just pathetic all around. Here's a former secretary of state, Mike Pompeo. He was on uh, Hannity last night on Fox News. And, of course, we are your Fox News affiliate here. 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBUL Billings. Thought when you met with President Xi. 
Yeah, Sean, thanks for having me on. Uh, he was dead-eyed. He was evil. Uh, he never had a, a nice word. There was no idea that he might possibly compromise, and there was never any idea that he would be telling us the truth, much like um, they've lied about the Wuhan virus and its ability to transmit from humans to humans, much like they lied about this weather balloon. Uh, Xi Jinping was the toughest evilest guy that I encountered in my entire time and the most difficult person and also the most capable with 1.4 billion people, a big military uh, space program. This is a serious threat and if there's one thing you can see from this spy balloon incident, he is testing the United States of America in every dimension. Secretary Pompeo, let me ask you this because they were saying there were at least three incidents where a balloon uh, flew into U.S. territory under President Trump's term in office. Uh, quote, the Wall Street Journal said they were much shorter in dur duration. Uh, they didn't know at the time. It was undetected at the time. One official said much of the information on the flights was pieced together much, much later. Is that even possible? And did you ever hear of any such incident when you were Secretary of State or CIA Director? Well, let's just put that second one to bed. I never heard of anything like this. I never briefed President Trump on anything like this. I never had anybody on my team, and I've talked to several of them over the last couple of days saying, hey, anything you forgot to tell me? Uh, no, nobody saw a balloon the size of three balloons travel across a bunch of our states over five days at any time during our administration. As for now, they're changing their story. It's difficult to tell. Now they say there were incursions that were undetected they've pieced together. Maybe that's possible, uh, but there is an awful lot of explaining to do. And frankly, it's in some ways beside the point. Uh, President Biden had an opportunity to protect America in a simple way and chose not to do that. All right. That was former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo again, backing up and confirming what we know, what we know, what we talked about yesterday. Someone in the Biden administration lied about spy balloons in Donald Trump, just like they lied about Russia, Russia, Russia in Donald Trump. They outright lied because they were trying to shift the media narrative. They were trying to manipulate the Sunday morning uh, news shows, uh, coverage, and so much more. All right. Uh, already pushing up to our 750 news break here. Tommy Laren commentary coming up right, right here for you. And then we'll jump back into it. Phone lines are open. 294-0970. News commentary. Tuesday night, Joe's teleprompter is going to try to convince you everything is going great because the unemployment rate is low. But what he and his teleprompter will fail to mention is the number of Americans who no longer choose to find work. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. It all started with the brutal murder of a young married couple. Now, more than 40 years after the couple was found, investigators and forensic genealogists are cracking the case wide open to uncover a stunning second mystery. Where's the baby? I said, well, wait, he had a baby? We crossed the country speaking with victims' families and those close to the case as we ask, what about Holly? I just want to know what happened. Available on foxnewspodcasts.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Tuesday night is the State of the Union address given by President Biden, or more accurately, his teleprompter. President Joe will surely celebrate the low unemployment rate, which is about 3.4 percent, a 53-year low, which is fantastic unless you take into account inflation and wage growth in comparison. Plus, this little fact, the roughly 7.2 million men in their prime working age between 25 and 54 that are simply not working. There are about one and a half jobs to every one worker, way more jobs than people who want to fill them. Perhaps this is what happens when the government spends two-plus years encouraging people to stay home and collect a mailbox check for COVID's sake. Until more Americans... 
Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we're going to rush and throw the headsets on here. John Jackson in the house early, the joker from Twitter. He's with us for the full 8 o'clock hour, but he's already here. And I've and I got to be honest, I'm kind of stalling because I wanted to get this news on our website. So I'm, I'm not reading the news and, and thinking during the breaks. I'm, I'm getting the, the story on our Montana Talks website. So let's get the early reaction here from the joker. Uh, Montana's United States Senator Steve Daines has just been suspended from Twitter. Uh, you saw the photograph. What do you think? And this has been going on now since December 17th, right around the middle of December with Twitter, in that it's like Elon took his eye off the ball, went back to Tesla, you know, he's going back to his other business, and just turned the whole ball game over to his people that are still there. And just like what happened with Donald Trump, he obviously still has a lot of people embedded in there that are leftists. And... People think a lot of times, you know, oh, you got suspended from Twitter. You must have done something bad, right? <laughs> but then when you see a U.S. senator get suspended for some ridiculous crap like this, a hunting photo? And it's and it's not even – look, first off, even if it did show blood and guts, well, that's hunting. That, how do you think your food's made? You know, these little Twitter executives, I want to I take you to, you know, to some of these meatpacking plants to show you how, how maybe your food is made. But even if it did show that, well, so what? But this is the, the nicest – uh, you know, hunting photo. It, there's there's no blood, guts, and gore at all. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a nice hunting photo. From having you know that, being on Twitter now for six years and having God knows, you know, hundreds of my friends getting um, suspended for this and that and the other thing. I've seen just about every rule that Twitter has. In, on their books about how you can get suspended. I would like to know what rule they are citing there to suspend him for a hunting photo. I've got it. They're, they're saying that it's adult content uh, and uh, apparently gore. They, they, they said that there's gore in it. So, But, you know, what, what's, what's crazy, though, is like the transgender lawmaker from Missoula detailed the whole surgery, the whole surgery where he chopped off his you know what and detail. And it, I was like, oh, it was graphic and gory. But like, well, let's just talk about chopping off your you know what. And it's cool. But get a nice photo of an antelope uh, gets well, you wait banned. Wait a minute. Let me, they're saying adult content. Is, is, is Steve, uh, you know, uh, zip, unzipping his fly there in that picture? <laughs> what, what, what's going on? No, Steve is uh, fully clothed. You'll be <laughs> pleased to report. I am pleased to report that the senator is fully clothed. <laughs> that is a beautiful antelope. Wow. They're, they're not wearing masks, though. So, um, oh, that might be it. Yeah. Bare exposed faces oh, is oh, not allowed ouch. in America. Is there even a drop of blood in that photo? Uh, you know, you can see a couple speckles on the uh, the front uh, the front leg there. Uh, the, that's about it. So it must have been a nice, uh, a little bit of blood dripping out. It looks like his tongue's hanging out, uh, but uh, but uh, it's just a little blood dripping out of the antelope. Well, but, Hey, I, I won't say what they could have got me for over the years of, of pictures just like that, but somehow they missed me. <laughs> you've got pictures of the drug lords you've taken down. You know, might have a bag over his head, maybe not. Yeah, John, don't share that on Twitter. That is, that is not allowed on Twitter. Uh, but the Taliban uh, still is, though. So uh, your your antelope hunting photos not allowed on Twitter. But uh, Taliban, Death to America, Ayatollah, 
Noah, Mohammed Jihad, all still fine on Twitter. Just don't share your hunting photos. All right. Sometimes it's just painful to, to read some of this nonsense that's in the news these days. But I'll tell you what, on, on a serious note, though, if you're somebody who's dealing with real pain, not just the pain of a stupid news story, but I'm talking about real pain where you've got, you know, achy knees, achy joints, a sore back, and you've just uh, started to just deal with you. You've just started to say, you know what, this is just my life now. And it's really sad for some of you because you finally have retired and now you have time to do all the things you wanted to do for the rest of your life, but now you're in too much pain that you don't do the things you wanted to do. Let me tell you about an option that is now available to you. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics across America. They're now here in Montana. They are on the ground. They specialize in what is known as regenerative medicine, where basically they, they'll get you moving again with no downtime. Uh, their goal is to get you to stop taking pain meds and instead find this alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Uh, give them a call, QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. That's 406-201-6263. John Jackson, 20 seconds to go. What's scribbled on your list of topics to talk about in the 8 o'clock hour? Well, Aaron, up, up in the way with my beautiful, my beautiful balloon. Oh, well, at least we got the singing part out of the way now. <laughs> Our friends in Cal's were like, good, he sang in the 7 o'clock hour? So we don't have to hear that again. Okay, good. No, that's great. Uh, he did kind of look like the grandpa from Up, though, didn't he? Oh, really? <laughs> 